0: Welcome to the Business Finishing School Podcast, the Financial Battleship Edition. Learn how to regain liquidity, use, and control of your cash while harnessing the power of uninterrupted compounding. Become a wealth creator. Here's your host, President and CEO of Living Wealthy Financial, Teresa Kuhn. This is Rick Sapio with my partner, Teresa Kuhn. I love this topic because you get so much leverage out of it. And as you know, we'd like you to implement simplicity, probability, and leverage. Today, we're going to talk about objectives-based financial decisions objectives-based financial decisions. We have met so many people over the years, Teresa, collectively, I think we have 60 years of experience in finances, dealing with human beings and their money, and so often, the vast majority of the time, we see people focused on the weeds, and never the tree, and really never the forest. And the way that analogy works is, you could be on the ground looking at the weeds, or you could zoom out, look at the tree, or you can zoom out further and look at the globe, from a distance, and our perspective on all of this is we want you to zoom out and look at what do you really need to do in your life to have a fulfilling life in those four areas, faith, family, finances, and future. So we're going to focus particularly on some really simple things you can do with your finances so you can have the result that you want, which is the objective, right? So I'm going to start with a quote and throw it back to you. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there by Lewis Carroll. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Well, culturally, we wake up in the morning, we don't hug our spouse or our kids. The first thing we do is make love to our cell phone. And it's just crazy that this is how our culture is, but we're just reaction machines. I like to say we're addicted to yes, take the cell phone, flush it down the damn toilet, or at least do what I do, I leave my cell phone in my car. I don't even bring it in the house. So I think part of our problem is that addiction to yes that forces us to take any road every day. We're just taking the road that everybody's on, reacting to crap. So how do you think people should approach this very important and delicate topic called their finances?
1: Rick, it is something that I work with every single day, as you know. I still work with clients. This week alone, I can tell you I've had three conversations with wealthy professional business owners, and they are focused on the weeds and not the big picture. I'll give you one example. I've got a client that is looking at all sorts of different strategies. He wants big picture, he wants some risk, he wants some money and safe money strategies. And he's asking questions about a product versus I'm asking him questions. How are you making decisions for what you want to do with your finances? What's your philosophy? What are your objectives? What are your rules? He had very specific rules for his risk. Fantastic. In fact, very few people do. He knew exactly what he wanted from his risk. He knew exactly what his risk tolerance was. He knew exactly how much he wanted to pay in fees. He studied this philosophy around investing, and it's worked extremely well for him. But when it came to the saving strategy, he really didn't have any rules. He didn't really know what he wanted to accomplish. And what we were able to filter out in the conversation was that he had become more conservative over time. He wanted income guaranteed, and he wanted access to his money in case he needed it, but he wanted conservative guaranteed growth every single year. But when we first talked, it was all over the place. And so instead of going to the weeds, going to very specific product details, we chunked it up and he walked away from that conversation with clarity and an action plan as to how he was going to split up like you talk about your barbell strategy, split up his portfolio of assets into a risk bucket and a safe money bucket.
0: Yeah, we talk about this often. We live in a world that's massively committed to chaos. And it's why we, there's over six billion pills consumed per month in America for all kinds of disorders. And the reason is we don't have a philosophy from which we're making decisions. And what you're talking about, something that's so basic, but nobody does. If you're gonna make financial decisions and you're gonna focus on your safe money strategy, which you should have if your goal is maintaining and protecting your wealth, then you should make those decisions based on a philosophy. And that philosophy then becomes a formula that you execute on as opposed to reacting to ads or doing Google searches or whatever else people are prone to do in this world of 40 hours a week staring at screens. So what would you say, Teresa, is the first step for people to focus on, because we're very focused on this, but for people to realize that they need a safe money strategy, what's the first thing they need to do to have that realization? And then what do they do after that?
1: The first thing they should do is Define their objectives. What is it that they're trying to accomplish? Most people do want a secure future. Most people want income guaranteed. Most people want liquidity, use, and control of their money. And so, if that's an objective and they look at their portfolio or their assets, and all they see is risk everywhere risk in their business, risk in their investments, risk in their real estate, there will not be peace. Because there is a disconnect between their objectives and their reality. Until they get lined up with those two, with their objectives and their reality, they will not have peace. Once they do that, it's like you turn down the volume and the chaos and the conversation and the chatter in your mind, and you you know you're on track. We are addicted to the dopamine, you know, the hits. I had a conversation with another client this week. He's researching all sorts of real estate investment offerings that are out there. If you Google real estate investments, you're going to find hundreds, if not thousands, of different investment opportunities in terms of crowdfunding and in terms of portfolio management. I mean, there's just so much noise there. And we came back to, what is your objective? What are you trying to accomplish? Why are you thinking about real estate? How much money do you want to risk in real estate? All right, if that's the case, define your rules. Once you define your rules, then it's not a slick salesperson who's going to influence you in making a decision. It's going to be your rules that will filter out the investments that you make. And that's where you want to make your decisions from, your rules, not somebody else. Because if you don't have your rules clearly defined, guess who's in control and guess who's going to reposition your money to serve them and not you.
0: At the basis of what we're talking about here is a little known or little explored or a little realized principle about life. And if you think about uh, religion or you think about total life fulfillment, there's some really simple things that you can do. The people that I know are the most spiritually sound and happy and fulfilled are the people that have a regular spiritual practice. For example, they go to church every Sunday and they read the Bible every Sunday. And it's things that you do over the long haul and you repeat over and over and over. But our culture is all about the new, the next, the blinky shiny, and we're, completely programmed to find something new and different. And yet it's simplicity, probability, and leverage, the three operating values that we promote, and putting a regular practice in place to revisit the same thing. If you met me 50 years ago, you would find out that I was talking about things like this 50 years ago as a kid, because the fact of the matter is these are universal principles. They're not mine. They're not yours. And so a universal principle is very simply. If you want to create wealth, you have to have a foundation first. That foundation has to be based on something that doesn't have the risk of going down in value. And that's the basis for this entire program. And that's why we're doing this podcast, because we want you to have this barbell strategy in place in your life to create legacy wealth so that all the four categories that we talk about can be fully expressed and you have fulfillment. So, Think about companies and religions and spirituality and all of that. The things that are enduring have very simple, basic rules behind them. And one of those is what Teresa is talking about. I think this obsession with chasing blinky, shiny things is killing us. It's killing us spiritually. It's killing us emotionally. It's killing us financially.
1: It is. There's a focus on the blinky, shiny objects. It's like building a house and shopping for the windows and the doors, and not being concerned with the foundation. How much sense does that make? It doesn't make any sense at all. When we're chasing the blinky, shiny objects, it's shopping for the windows, it's shopping for the drapes, it's shopping for the doors, and not really caring about the foundation.
0: I love that analogy. You know, when you look at a broken wall of a building, you can see the broken wall, there's a fissure, there's a crack, but what you don't realize is when you see that as, wow, the wall's crack because clearly when the foundation was made, there was an issue. And I see so many cracks in marriages and relationships and financial success and just the stress level that people put on themselves because they're unwilling to make a decision that's based on universal principles. That's simple. It can't be that simple. It's funny. My trainer always says, I'm going to tell you, this really scientific proven way to get in shape and lose weight. He says it all the time He goes, but you got to read a lot of books on it because it's very complicated or you could just remember these four words, eat less, exercise more. What you and I are talking about here is very straightforward. Set up your foundation using a safe money strategy that doesn't have risk and that's where you start and you put as much money there as possible and then you start taking risk. And if you need to borrow against the foundation, fine, no problem, just like you borrow against the house. If you want to improve your kitchen, you take a home equity loan out. It's very similar to that analogy. I can't make it any simpler, and I love your analogy. People are picking out the drapes before they build the foundation, and that is what is at the core of this issue in American life. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Finishing School podcast, where we teach you business growth simplified. For more information on Business Finishing School or their Business Growth Summit event, visit businessfinishingschool.com.